Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Disclaimer. This recording is not intended to be utilized as medical advice or a medical diagnosis. If you think you're in need of medical attention or treatment, please seek it immediately. This recording will also contain sensitive subjects such as binging and purging, weight and depression. Please listen at your own discretion and do what you think is best for you. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about abundance with behaviors. And that may sound counterintuitive or kind of weird, but it is something I've been talking about in my group coaching a lot, and it's been helping my clients a lot to understand this concept. So hopefully it will help you guys too. But first, I hope you guys had a really wonderful Halloween. Remember that if you binged or indulged in behaviors on Halloween or something like that, just forgive yourself, move on. It's going to be okay. It's not the end of the world. You can always start over. You can always start again. And there's no need to berate yourself or beat yourself up over it. It's just a binge and purge. Um, and I know sometimes people drink a lot of alcohol on Halloween too. Same thing. If you overdrink a little bit, maybe some things you regret, you can't change the past. All you can do is move forward. Try to understand what happened the night before, why it happened, Think of what maybe you could have possibly changed and what you want to do now and then move forward. But don't go into this total restriction. I'm going to make up for it, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. You you can't make up for what happened. All you can do is move forward. And generally with binging and purging, there's really nothing to forgive. And if you indulge in alcohol too, please don't beat yourself up. Understand that you're human and move forward and be kind to yourself and gentle. Okay, I just want to say that. All right, so abundance with behaviors. The general concept is that instead of making this this hard line, you're not allowed to binge and purge anymore, or you're not allowed to do X anymore, and you can only do these things when you want to binge, it almost puts you into this restrictive mode. And it's far better to offer yourself an abundance of coping tactics, including binging or purging, uh, instead of just offering you only this thing and understanding that they're all available to you. For example, a lot of people that I talk to, clients I work with and group coaching members, they struggle with when it comes to pausing, the pause which I teach in in the group, um, the method of when you want to binge, pausing for, you know, noticing you're wanting to binge, you're having an urge, pausing, feeling your emotion for two minutes and then continuing on or deciding not to binge and then moving forward. That process. Whenever that process comes up, the problem that they usually have is that it's almost like since they think you have to pause. So they know if they pause, they will not binge. And therefore their brain almost tries to, tries to act super fast and binge before they can pause or stop themselves so that they can still access that food. It's almost like this very scarcity mindset, right? Where it's like, well, I know that if I do that, I'm, I'm going to not binge. It's going to be effective. The pause works, right? So, you know, if you do these tactics, you know, if you do these um, kind of mindfulness tactics, you will likely not binge, but because you want to binge, you almost hijack yourself, right? And you're like, well, let's just do this really fast before we can change our mind. What will be far better in that moment and what helped me tremendously, something really simple that I didn't even really realize I was doing at the time that was helpful is allowing myself to pause, but also knowing that I could binge afterwards if I wanted to. And I'm so proud of myself that I was able to intuitively do that, even though I wasn't even into the zone then. But the reason I did that wasn't because I knew that abundance was helpful. I just knew that if I didn't tell myself that, I wouldn't do it. There's no way. Like in those moments when I wanted to binge and purge, I did not want to pause for two minutes. I didn't want to like address my feelings and 
and and understand what's going on and make a firm decision and all that sort of stuff. I just wanted to binge. So I knew if I told myself in the moment, pause for two minutes and then never binge, there, there was no fucking way I was going to do it because I wanted to binge so badly. What was far more effective for me was telling myself, I swear to God, and I meant this, you can binge afterwards if you want to, but we need to try this first. We can try this first. And if it doesn't work, or we still want to binge, I swear you can still binge afterwards. Let's just try this. And the reason I felt confident doing that was one, I truly believe that I could binge afterwards. Two, I had been practicing for a while, not beating myself up over behaviors. I was not dramatic about my behaviors anymore. I just treated bulimia, even though, of course, there are lots of issues with bulimia. I treated it like my cigarettes or my wine. It was just kind of like, if it happens, it's not the worst thing in the world. I didn't spend time beating myself up over it. And so for me at that point, binging wasn't the worst thing in the world. It was just something that I felt like I wanted to stop and I felt like it wasn't helping me anymore. So I really wanted to figure out a way to let go of it. But I also knew that it was some, still something that was highly rewarding for me and something that I wasn't going to want to stop doing in the moment. And that's why offering myself the idea of binging, but also trying something new was more appealing and more sustainable to me. So anyway, the reason that I say that that's helpful and why I'm talking about myself is because what I find more effective with my clients and group coaching members is when they want to binge, instead of saying either you pause and don't binge at all, or you binge, they're always going to opt for the binging. But if you show them, you know, hey, like, let's try this for a minute or two. Let's try this other behavior first. And if you still want to, you can totally binge. And them genuinely meaning that they're more likely to follow through with the behaviors that will help them initially. And then they're less likely to binge later once they calm down. Because you have to think about it. You're in this highly emotional state. If all you had to do was just journal to not binge, everyone would do it but they have to actually get themselves to journal in the first place. They have to actually get themselves to do other behaviors. Like all of you guys listening right now, you know, you probably have a list. We've all done it. You have a list of so many other activities you could do other than binging. You know, so many things that are good for you. A lot of times people that struggle with bulimia, they understand the right things to do, but they don't do them because there's that drive, that physiological drive, those thoughts in their head, they're pushing you towards binging. In the moment, it's very hard to think rationally when you have them, which is why it's then helpful to barter with yourself and say, oh, okay, all right, let's just calm down for two minutes and, and take a second before we proceed to behaviors. I swear to God, you can do it afterwards, but let's just try this first. See, that's that sort of line of speaking it's someone who's more negotiating. It's someone who's more open to other things. The moment someone tells you, no, you can't do that. It's either this way or that way. You feel restricted. You feel like there's this thing that you have to do. You feel like you're being forced into it. It feels like your autonomy is being stripped away. No one likes that feeling. Even if it's you're the one doing it to yourself, you still don't like that feeling. You're much more likely to engage, especially in the beginning when the binge drive is so high. You're much more likely to engage in other healthy coping behaviors if you make it this abundant thing where you're still allowed to binge if you want to. It's still available to you, but there are other ways to handle this too. Showing yourself that there are other things, other ways to handle it, offering it to yourself instead of trying to force and shove yourself into it is going to be more effective. I think of what um, Nicole Cruz said on my podcast. She was a guest on my podcast a while ago. She helps parents teach their kids how to be intuitive eaters. She was brilliant in how she was talking about how to encourage children to eat more foods, especially if they feel like um, if they're very uh, 
she didn't she likes to not use the word picky but you know kind of picky or um maybe they're overly sensitive to certain foods or maybe they just are really narrow-minded in what they like to eat due to various various reasons what's far better instead of trying to force your child to eat the broccoli is to have a whole plate an abundance of foods where there's broccoli on the table but there's also other things on the table too like their favorite foods that sort of stuff and then to watch maybe you as the parent eating that food and enjoying that food and maybe offering like do you want to try some broccoli we have got these cool sauces things for you to try imagine if you approached other coping behaviors like this instead of having this awful list of demanding things you must do like taking a walk or whatever imagine you come up to yourself and you're like Hey, hey, what's going on? Oh, you want to binge? Okay, all right, I totally get that. So we can still binge if we want to, but let's try this other behavior first. Let's try lying down for five minutes and see if that does any any good. Or even if that's too much to, to think about right now, maybe let's just try closing our eyes for a minute or two and let's calm down first. And then if we want to binge, that's totally fine. But let's just like do some regulatory breathing so we can calm down our um, our heart rate and everything and get our nervous system back down to baseline. Let's try that first. I have one client, she never, it, the way she's talked to me about it, she's experienced a lot of success in her first month. And the way she talks about it is never saying no to herself, you can't binge, but she's always like, maybe, but let's do this first. Maybe let's calm down first. And she knows intuitively that when she wants to binge, when she's at that point where she's literally fantasizing and salivating over binging, it's not the time to tell herself no. It's not the time to negotiate. It's just the time to close her eyes and calm down till she gets to the point where she can think rationally for a little bit. And then, then even then she isn't able to tell herself, no, you can't binge. It's just say, maybe, but let's just go take a nap first. Or maybe, but let's just go take a walk first. Or maybe, but let's scroll Instagram first, something. Doing that sounds so much more nice and comforting and inviting than someone being like, bursting through your door like the Kool-Aid man and being like, you're going to take a stress nap and you're going to like it, right? Like, no, that doesn't feel good at all. You, we so often know how to intuitively handle other people's emotions. But when it comes to ourselves, we just are the worst tyrant towards ourselves. If you offer yourself an abundance of behaviors and coping tactics, including binging, but making it sure that you have other things available to you as well, you might find that it's far easier for yourself to engage in those other options because they're available. They aren't the worst thing in the world and they're nice. Also make your coping behaviors that you want to try actually something you want to do. So a lot of people have like going for a walk or going for a run or, um, I don't know, what is it? Like taking a bath or something as coping behavior. And if you have time for all of that, then by all means, go ahead. But for me, I know that when I'm going to go for a run, it's going to be at least like a two hour process because I have to go for the run. I have to get my dog ready. I have to get changed. Then I have to come home, take a shower. I'm just someone who really has, I have trouble with transitioning times. So when I commit to a new task, I know it's going to take me a lot of time. Sometimes you don't have time for that. But what I always had time for was just taking a quick lie down in my bed. Like that was the easiest transition I could make from binging to, to not binging was I know I have the capability to lie down in my bed. And again, not even, not everyone has access to that. So maybe it's just you're working in the office and you take a quick five minute break to go outside and sit down outside in the cool, fresh air, wherever you're at and breathe. But something that feels easy to you and manageable is going to be key. 
And if all you can do is sit at your office desk, close your eyes and breathe with focusing on slow exhales, that's something. But make sure what you do doesn't feel harder than not binging. It feels easier in a way to do that, or it's going to take little to no effort at all. Of course, if you have other coping tactics that you want to try, like have those readily available, but sometimes you need to make them super simple for yourself. So keep that in mind too. Don't make it so complex that it's too hard to do or it feels unattainable. Okay. I hope that this concept made sense to you. Having an abundance behaviors versus trying to force yourself into behaviors is going to be more effective and make you more willingly able to try them versus forcing yourself to do it. Uh, it's kind of like, it's you recognizing you have a choice in the matter versus you have to binge or you have to do this. And so you offer the binging instead, make it fun for yourself, make it enjoyable and negotiate with yourself in the moment. If you have to and be genuine about the fact that you can binge, if you want to, you can get, you can purge if you want to, but let's try something first and then go to the behaviors. This will make you more willing to try it in the first place. And all you really need to do is get your foot in the door, right? You need to get your foot in the door. And once that door is slightly open to recovery, then it'll be easier to keep on opening it. But for me, getting my foot in the door was the pause method. And the reason that I got my foot in the door is because I was willing to even open the door was the idea that I could still binge if I wanted to. It made me feel like I was still safe. Like I could still have that option available to me. Even now I could still binge if I wanted to, but I truly don't want to anymore. And that's what's made the world a difference for me, having my own autonomy. So please do the same for you. If you're struggling for these things, with these things, I highly recommend always getting support for you, whether it's reaching out to a friend or if you feel that you need therapy or treatment, please go and seek those things. I also offer one private one-on-one coaching and a group coaching program. Depending on your financial situation, my group coaching program is super affordable, but if you feel like you need more one-on-one private help, my coaching's really, really amazing for people and you'll get hourly, weekly support and we'll go over things in detail and find out what your what resistances you're having in recovery in a very non-judgmental, compassionate and curious way. I never am going to be one that's going to try to force you into something. I think that's what I love most about coaching is I help people come to their own conclusions about what's best for them to do in the moment. So if you feel like you need more support in your journey, I highly recommend finding some sort of community and support system for you. That's one of the best ways you can get out of bulimia and I offer that as well. So if you're interested in those things, you can always go to bingebreakers.com. All right, I'm gonna let you guys go here. I hope you have a wonderful weekend um, and maybe we're gonna go out and do some hiking. So I'm excited for that. Maybe get some fresh air, especially with the fall colors still around if you're in a place where the seasons are changing. But yeah, never give up on yourself, my friends. Bye.